0: What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people up in the Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. You are tuned in here to the Monday edition of the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producer, Mr. Sands, spinning the one and twos. Today's show is being presented by HazelSkyOnline.com. And this first segment of the day is going to be sponsored by Way to Grow. Way to Grow is a full-service landscaping company that can handle all your residential or commercial needs. That is Way to Grow, official sponsor of Sports Crime. 1-800-707-9760. If you know what you want to talk about, like always, it's open phone lines. Anything that happened over the weekend that's sports-related that you want to bring to the airwaves, feel free to do that. Uh, we just ask you to be patient during the breaks and during the segments, and we'll get to the phone calls accordingly. Also, keep in mind, if you need to reach out to me and follow me or send me a message, you can follow me on Twitter. It's at Sports Grind. And also, don't forget, you can log on to the Facebook page of Sports Grind Entertainment's business page. And therefore, you can stream the show. All right. And uh, you can leave comments. And if you want to interact and leave broad comments, we'll read them if they're appropriate and they fit in with the conversation. And also, don't forget, when you miss any of the episodes, you can go to sportsgrindonline.com where you can go ahead and download the podcast daily as well also. 1-800-707-9760. What's up, Jonas? Ready to rock and roll? Yes. Mr. Sams? What's up, fellas? How we doing? All right, man. It's Monday. Let's get the thing going. Get started. Today is the last day of February, right? Yes, sir. I mean, you got your last uh, black history fact for the day and then you're... Out of here, John's probably thinking, "Thank God I've been having a I'm just playing with you, John. <laughs> anyway, so uh, we got that. So we got some sports stuff going on, of course. Um, you know, things that happened over the weekend. Really, you know, basketball. It's that time again. I've been telling you, college basketball. A lot of upsets over the weekend on Saturday, and college basketball. A lot of the top teams kind of went down. Despite Gonzaga getting ran out by St. Mary's, they 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 remain number one. Uh, in the poll, uh, it is wide open. There's some teams I like that are getting hot at the right time. Uh, you know, tonight in Austin, you have Baylor coming into town, uh, to take on, uh, the Longhorns. Baylor's the fifth, I think, in the country. And, uh, Texas is number 21. So you have, uh, Baylor, you know, that's a big, big 12 matchup. Uh, we're going to have the conference terms. What you got, Sam?
1: I was just going to say you can hear it here locally in San Antonio oh, okay. on the ticket. At oh, okay. Eight after uh, Uncle Andy's UTSA coaches show. There
0: you go. There you go. So if you're looking at on the dial, round around, want to keep up with the score, tune in right here on the dial on ticket 760 and you can catch that call. Uh, so we've got college basketball up and going, uh, going well. Also, uh, we've got the um, – we got other things developing on the uh, NFL front as well, too. Uh, the uh, rumor mills get going. Things start coming to light uh, with the NFL. Uh, Colin Murray has broke his silence. Um, him and his team and his agent, they need to get off their high horse. He's getting in my doghouse real quick, you know. Um, I don't know where this has really come from. I mean, he released like a like a whole – letterhead with the, with the figurative of him and the Cardinals and laying out almost damn near a PowerPoint presentation. Uh, what the, what's going on with him and what he wants for, to, you know, be able to compete for champion. Like, man, stop it. Like, get off your high horse at the end of the day, man, like Kyler. And, and this just shows again, he's a, he's a son of a professional athlete. Um, you know, he could have went and played for the Oakland athletics and professional baseball, it also shows and tells me that I don't know how much adverse and, and and I don't know him from a can of paint and it's not far it's not fair really to judge from afar and say, well, they haven't gone through any adversity or whatever. I don't know that, but I'll tell you, it's just, it shows to me that I don't know in regards to not being successful on the sports, on the field and winning and being part of winning teams. um, Kyler showed me and by showing this is showing me that he, he's not used to that and he don't know how to act. And, and this is one of those things, too. It's the same thing that I said about, to a certain extent about Russell Wilson. Same thing that I said uh, pretty much about Aaron Rodgers to a certain extent is that these guys that end up having problems with their current teams in regards to whether it's personnel decisions, whether it's the fact that you feel like they can't win there anymore, Whatever the case may be, there's some of these guys that want to have it both ways. They want to force their way out, or they want to force their way into a big newer contract. But yet, and still, they're trying to win a PR battle with the fans, and that's what this whole letter of what this is. I mean, what's the details of, of this? Joe, have you have you read all the way through? I mean, I've skimmed through some of it, but to me, after I saw this, I was like, man, this is. I mean, this is nonsense. Because first of all, because Kyler has to, and the reason why I'm losing patience with him because. Kyler for two back to back seasons. Not only did the Arizona Cardinals fade two years in a row after starting off five and O's and four and O's and six and O's, what have you. His play from the quarterback and him physically has faded for both years down the stretch. So Kyler has some blame into this. That's why I don't like the way he's coming off in this whole, uh, you know, Gettysburg address of the desert that he basically released.
2: Yeah, I mean, he has some blame, but he's also been a Pro Bowl quarterback the last two years, okay. and was Offensive Rookie of the Year, um, you know, in his first year coming out. But this is about um, bringing the team to task, about wanting a commitment. And I don't think that we, we talked about this. Uh, we, you know, I shared a clip earlier on our social media uh, at SportsGrind on Twitter um, from the conversation we had about ten days ago. Thirteen days ago, now on February fifteenth, mm-hmm. where we were looking at the statement that he had released, and 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 you had said at that time, I don't know if, if he's even the long long term answer, but he's asking for a commitment now, and so the, so they they're they're pulling upon, and this goes back to the whole Instagram thing was to galvanize the fan base to get the fan base behind him because ownership wasn't listening to him the first time and that's why this letter describes and it goes into you know trying to help the team to its first super bowl in 33 years and he's looking for financial protection and 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 that's going to um you know help the team in the long run kind of alluding to the patrick mahomes you know 10 year where he can just kind of restructure that every year but it gives patrick mahomes stability and knows that he's going to be a part of the franchise while also helping the the cardinals be able to maneuver money and stuff like that in the future so they're trying to lower his his salary cap number for coming up. The league year starts on the sixteenth of March, and so they're trying to get this de- get this deal done for his security, but also for that of the of the
0: team, Meaning a long term deal. Yeah, he wants okay, a long term okay, okay, deal. Fine, and and that's what it goes back to. What I'm just saying, just come out and say that why why are you going into a final year of your deal and you don't have a new commitment yet. Say that instead of trying to put out this nice letter, whether it's galvanizing the fans or doing whatever. You're trying to be – it's not galvanizing the fans. It's trying to get sympathy from the fan base. It's trying to get sympathy because you don't want to be labeled, especially in this time that we're going through, you don't want to be labeled as the spoiled quarterback rich athlete just asking for more money. That's what this is about. We haven't seen anything similar to this this is, I've never seen, this is the first of somewhat, some kind of, especially a quarterback in his situation, you know, playing through his rookie contract. We've never seen a dress of the Gettysburg address out of the desert of doing this, man. The guy's getting, he's, he's wearing thin with me, man. There's something about these OU quarterbacks, man. I, and like I said, and I'm not just trying to troll to be funny. There's something about, I mean, cause like I said, we can go back to Sam Bradford, which I basically went ahead and defended ever. On this show, for every day, for years back and back in the day, I had to defend Sam Bradford, you know, Mike Taylor's brother. But at the end of the day, this is one of those those situations to where he didn't like, he, and he's the one that broke the mold. Remember, the enterprise man, we ain't guaranteed. It was open season if you number one pick. Sam Bradford was the first one, the last one to break the bank as the number one overall pick, and they changed the rules. His his career, he could never stay healthy. Okay, he was kind of underachieved. You know, played. You know, Jeff Fisher couldn't stay healthy. But that's all you Corvette. Then you go to the situation with Baker, where you got news by him, by the way, today, which, and I have no idea why the organization would leak this, put this out, because this is just setting up for disaster. But we'll get to Baker. But then you got Kyler, that again was the number one pick. You know, Cliff Kingsbury took this job because of him. I just don't like him putting this letter out to when if you just are mad because you're like, yo, man, I've got a couple Pro Bowls. Whatever, rookie offensive player of the year, whatever the awards he's won, just say you want a new deal. Just say, why am I coming? Like, but you don't want to say that because you don't want to become the guy that's sitting there from your fan base, as you say they're trying to galvanize, becoming that rich athlete and taking the heat. When you're probably trying to put all, well, hey, man, we're trying to do this because it's going to help us compete for a championship and we can restructure some money. But if they really want to win, nah, man, first of all, you and Cliff, because y'all are joining the KIP, Y'all got to figure out what. The, why do y'all keep fading in the second half of the season? It's either he's getting, he's either Cliff Kingsbury's getting figured out after the first quarter of the season, the second half of the season, and they ain't making adjustments, so they don't know they can only win one way offensively. Maybe that's the case, but this whole thing, like, nah, stop it, Kyle, stop it. Okay, Lamar Jackson's still playing on his rookie deal too, and he and he's representing himself, and they and they ain't got a new deal yet. He him and his mama doing their duties. The mama in the kitchen and taking calls, okay? Trying to provide and everything else. And they doing it on their own. And, and like, he got an MVP, all right? And his team has been in the playoffs. Like, Collar's running thin with me, man. When I saw them, like, this guy really went ahead and put this whole address, nice PowerPoint logo there, Collar sitting there. I guarantee you there are guys in that locker room that are his teammates. They're on either side of the ball, offensive, defense that woke up and saw this like the rest of us that's sitting there and saying, you believe it, making calls today, you see this guy? He lost his damn nerve, you know? And that, that's what's going on. You know, either he's getting bad advice from his agent, the way they want to approach this, or this is a guy that is not used to dealing with with adversity and losing on the field not saying that he's never faced adversity in his life don't know him to say that but on the field of w's and l's he must have enjoyed a lot more w's through his pop warner middle school to high school to college to whatever that this is just it's just blowing him away that we're losing and and i'm either getting blamed and i ain't got no new deal like sit down and relax i i think that it really comes
2: down to them fretting about his ankle situation That he he got banged up there towards the end of the season, really hit heavy, and so I don't think I think he's trying to again just lock up security, as they say in the letter, for entering this this kind of off season and then getting ready for next year. He doesn't want to hit that field. Without, without something long-term in place because he knows that they haven't been able to put anything around him. It relies way too much on his mobility that offense does, and he's getting beat down for
0: it. Then, then say it with your chest out and say that. Don't tell me that's what it is and then really it's something else. But then you he becomes the
2: whiny he becomes the that's whiny quarterback point. who doesn't want to play his that's, role. that's, so that's not, why that, like you're saying that's why he's playing this right. card
0: though. Right. And I and I have a job to do here today and going forward for athletes out here that can't for the average fan that can't that just love collar Murray so much and the in the and the boomer sooners that just follow him for the boomer sooner love to peel back the curtain and, and, and translate it for him for what it really is. Okay? Like I used to have a girl You has been saying like, hey, I can fool. You can fool your buddies and I can fool my buddies. But let's not fool each other, buddy. OK, so it's just one of those things. Like, let's not go there, man. It's a bunch of crap. Say it with your chest out. If you're pissed off because you're coming in, you don't have a contract and you made Pro Bowls, and you did all this, you played hurt. Then don't sit there and try to get this letter like this is addressing the fans. But you know what? It shows that we're going to be committed to win the Super Bowl if they give me more money and commit to me now. Like, stop it, man. Stop it. So anyway, you got that going on. Um, Also, speaking of contracts, baseball, we're pretty much guaranteed that we're missing games. The question I got is how many that we're probably going to miss. The other news coming out today is Derek Jeter, the captain, my favorite guy, has abruptly stepped down as CEO and uh, part owner of the Marlins, uh, released a statement. uh, Didn't use the Marlins, by the way. Side note, he went through another way to release a statement. Um, you know, paraphrase him like, hey, you know, he feels like the franchise in a better place than it was when he got there. You know, it's five years. He talked a little bit about the recruitment of some of these players of late that like to stay to get the extensions and sign on. You know, he really got, but he doesn't really give too many details of why he left. Now, Dante, one of our uh, faithful fans of the show out there in Grind Nation, he'll, he'll help me up from time to time. And I know he sent me a message this morning saying that he felt disappointed uh, because he felt that, you know, it was for selfish reasons, which I haven't really found the reasons why, but he felt as Derek being a minority owner, African-American owner, you know, that these, these roles that we have, even as a minority, you kind of got to stick it out, which I don't know. I mean, I could kind of see that, but I've got to get really the details of why he's leaving. I know AC, you know, the company that she works for, Um, I know uh, Lone Depot and, and their CEO, um, are the, he he's close with Derek. And I know that they spent like, they did like an eight figure naming rights deal. Lone Depot has a sponsorship of Marlins Stadium and an official sponsor of them. And I know their CEO, she had gotten an email this morning, you know, announcing to all the employees that the relationship or something Derek was kind of, you know, stepping away from the Marlins. I don't know what that means for, you know, Lone Depot and their, and their, uh, contract stuff situation. Uh, with you know the Miami Marlins, but it's definitely news. But yeah, only five years, you know, and abruptly, and he's gonna and look, Derek, you know, believe it or not, Derek's got haters out there. You know, the captain is loved by majority, but he's got haters out there. Nothing on the level of a Rod and some other guys, but Derek got some haters. And as for as some of his haters, I can already know this is going to be spin that he's quitting. It got too hard. It wasn't as easy as that, you know, what 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 he might have thought. There will be some people that's ready to to, to kind of basically, you know, pretty much, you know, dig in on the captain. But, you know, I got his back. I mean, Derek is pretty much, in my eyes, batted a 1,000 on and off the diamond. So, um, you know, it sucks that he's not going to be in baseball as an owner. But, hell, he had 4% stake for being kind of the face and running the daily, daily oper- operations. But I'm pretty sure he has some good reasons on why he's stepping down. But that's the other but other than the lockout in baseball, that's probably the other biggest news uh today.
2: Uh can we try to read a little bit of the writing on the wall and see if maybe the Marlins with their poor attendance, the inability of, of the area to support the team might be moving on as a whole and he doesn't want to be a part of a moving franchise?
0: Well, that's possibly. I know one of the things he did say in his statement, he honestly said that, you know, the direction of the team has kind of changed from where it was, the vision, kind of paraphrasing them from the vision of when he first signed on. So you might be on to something like that that could go. I know there has to be reasons instead of him just within five years. Derek's not stupid. When he signed up and took this gig, he didn't think this was going to be some, he was going to be winning a pennant or winning the World Series in the next two or three years. I don't believe that. I believe that he knew that this was the grind work. This was for the long haul, and he was committed. So something changed. Something changed. When we get back, NBA continues to roll on. Birds are back in action tonight. They got Memphis. Who won it with Ja? Is DeJounte up to it? We'll talk about that. Lakers get booted home. It's just a hot mess down there. It's horrible. And let me tell you, man, up I-35, okay, Jason Kidd and the Mavericks. You heard it here first a couple, couple weeks ago. And the rest of the nation is about to catch up on to it here. Speaking of the Dallas Mavericks, they're heading the right direction. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by HazelSkyOnline.com. We'll be back. Ready for a real cocktail? Introducing new Zingzang ready to drink cocktails in a can. America's number one Bloody Mary mix with vodka. Zingzang margaritas, tequila included. And whiskey sours with real Kentucky bourbon. Ready for no one to have to bartend. Real cocktails, real ingredients, really good. New Zingzang full strength canned cocktails. Legendary taste, legendary day. Always ready. Go to zingzang.com to find where to buy. Please Zingzang responsibly. All right, back here on the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producer, Mr. Sands. spin the 1 and 2s, one 800 This next segment is going to be sponsored by the LaHood Law Firm. All right, keep in mind they've got 82 years of combined experience that can help you out in any type of criminal matter, uh, whether it's DUI, whether it's white collar crimes, whether it's probation violation, they can help you out. And most important thing, they'll give you a free consultation as well, too. That is the LaHood Law Firm official sponsor of the sports crime.
2: All right. Uh, yes. I know you were watching. You caught up on uh, episode one of the Kanye doc last yeah, night. Did I you got, catch
0: episode two? Well, no, I'm completely caught up. I was waiting for H.C. because she, she didn't really have a. A feeling to have to watch. I'm like, hey, man, like this is, I mean, like I said, I stopped messing with Kanye a few years ago, too, because he just went, I mean, he's he's had a lot of good points, but it's just sometimes he's become, you know, that angry guy that's all in that, but I've also said, too, of being uh, speaking of experience, I mean, I think when he lost his mom, that's just when it all went like that for him, but this, I wanted to see this because it's about the process of seeing somebody become you know, and how they are at that time before they become who we all know them now and the grind working to get there. And that's what I kind of gravitated to. And I thought I'm just a big Kanye because I like some of his old, I mean, some of his newer stuff I just don't get down with, but his older stuff is a way, but you can't take away his hustle and what he's at. But now I'm through two episodes of it, trying to juggle everything. Snow falls up and running, got in that. Um, pretty much forced, caught up on that. Um, so yeah, it's pretty much what's going. And in baseball, if they don't get back, gonna have a lot of things to, you know, keep caught up with. Ozark second half can't get here fast enough. <laughs> but baseball, yeah, they're um they've they got their they've got their dealing issues too. Got it before we go to the rest of the docket here real quick, got an interesting uh message from uh Casey Williams who was speaking about the Kyler Murray thing. He said, uh, I got love for Kyler. But you hit it on the head. He doesn't ideal. He doesn't deal with adversity well. His Twitter bio used to say it's easy. That's an attitude he reflects because everything in high school was easy for him because of his talent. This is the same guy who left a And M because he couldn't beat out Kyle Allen for the starting quarterback job. Um, hey man, it, it you know it uh, possibly. You know, um, I know Frank Valdez is checking with us. I can see it there on uh, Facebook Live, talking about which another point that I didn't even think of. You know, talking about the Larry Fitzgerald situation. You know, Larry's been noncommittal of really wanting to come back or whatever. Maybe this is something that he sees brewing the way the organization or Kyler's handling it. It's all about leadership, you know. But I, I just don't like the approach to do that. I mean, to me, that's no different than that's no different than than really. The great Al, late Al Davis sitting having a high school projector up in front of a press conference when he was going to fire uh, Lane Kiffin and and had all that. Uh, that's no different than that. Uh, you remember that, Sam? Well, yeah, Sam forgot. Yeah, that that was that was must see TV. You hate the Raiders. That was just must see DB. I was just sitting there. Old in his white jumpsuit, just a projector, man. Like, so I feel like, man, are we back in high school or something? Like, hey, pay attention. That the, was.
1: The, it reminded me of the substitute teacher trying to work. Yeah. Uh, trying to work the overhead projector. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm like, man, it might be a little different, but this is damn near
0: in the neighborhood. Is I like, come on, Collar man. But I guarantee you, there's guys in that locker room that he's lost respect for when that came out today. I promise you. Okay, now when we show up to August and it's time to go to camp and everything, time will pass. But there will be guys that won't forget. I think it's raw emotion now. No different than Russell Wilson's comments last year in the offseason to Dan Patrick. Well, I'm just tired of getting hit. There were some offensive linemen that heard that said, really? Stop running around and throw get rid of the ball quicker. You know, so you got that going on. Um, so we'll see how that develops. Um, also, uh, what else we got here? We've got, uh, what do you got, Joe?
2: Well, just before, I mean, I, we might even find before August, how that locker room feels about Kyler because you've got guys like Chandler Jones, mm. um, Zach Ertz now who who found his way over there, yeah. AJ Green, James Connor. These guys are free agents, Christian Kirk. Yeah. That are going to they're gonna speak now in, in their free agency as to whether they want to come back. And if they're signing for close to or uh, or even smaller deal. I, I, most guys don't take a pay cut like that. But right. if you just don't think that you're that the Cardinals can contend, and you don't want to play with Kyler, those are some offensive and a key defensive piece in Chandler
0: um, that could speak by moving on. All right, though, though, that's some. I do agree with that to a certain extent because I would tell you that's a mentality of an NBA player that's got guaranteed contract. Football players, there's a very selective few that if you know you're going to get paid on the open market and you got some flexibility and you haven't really put your roots or your family business wise charity you haven't put you haven't dropped anchor all the way in the city that you're in and stuff like this arise you can't address it and be like well you know what I don't know but if you're one of those guys like hey I know what I mean on this team I'm gonna get a bag from this team, but is can can I live with this or do I sit there and say, "Oh man, you, an NFL guy, you don't take the bag." And if you got to deal with this guy, deal with it. That's but I see what you're saying. That there will be some guys if they're in the position could look at that. But you know, like a guy like Kirk, somebody like that, like he, if they want him and he's a big part of what they do, he's whether it's Kyler Murray, whether it's whoever that's gonna have to end up throwing the ball, he got to get that money. But at all, my whole point of this is just say it with your chest out and don't try to win the PR battle with the fans. Stop it. You know, because that's why I've got credit for, uh, I, that's why I've got a lot of credit for, you know, Deshaun Watson of the world. And guys just sit there and say, look, man, I don't want to play for that organization no more. You know, that's just what it is. Instead of just saying, well, you know, we're just going to say, or or you can just be like, come on, just don't say anything at all. Just make it known, like, I don't really want to be here. So I'm going to show you. You know, I'm going to say, uh, I can go see. Can you find me? So that, that but I'm not down with the whole let's make a skeptical about it. one eight hundred seven zero seven nine seven sixty. 707 9760 Also, uh, in the real world of things, uh, you know, the sports world is now trying to add on and put the squeeze on Putin and Mother Russia over there. FIFA has come out and said that the Russia team will not compete in the World Cup. Uh the IOC continues to be under pressure. They, they always want to drag their ass the longest on anything. Uh, in regards to pressure of Russia not competing in the IOC, our U.S. women's national team has come out and said they won't play any matches against Russia. So, and there's been other events. There's been quite a other events that have been pulled out in regards to the situations that are taking place in uh, the Ukraine. Um, So it it, it always big major world events, social justice events, world wars, anything is always leaks in and goes hand in hand with the sports world. And the sports world is usually one to go ahead and react when it comes to that. But just to see, I mean, I'd have to see there's since I've been alive, um, you know, and I'm not going to say I've been I'm old enough to live through so many wars. But I know that in my lifetime, I haven't seen this quick of an action financially from the sports world of people pulling out so opposed globally against a certain war for good reasons too. And and also, it, and I keep going back to this, it just shows again how much the world is connected now different than it was 30, 40 years ago. in the other first cold, in the the cold world time, cold world time, that time war time, that time. It's just one of those things that's more connected now. And then this morning I hear, um, Swiss bank, Switzerland, Okay, now this is what I know. It's just because, again, don't ask me how. I, I just know this because I look at things, you know, in that way. But for people that don't know certain things, and in that particular, let me tell you something. Everybody in their mama knows that if you got any shady doing with money or anything that you want money that doesn't want to be detected by your current country, whether we talking about the U.S., China, whatever, go to Swiss. Okay, when I heard Swiss went ahead and froze twelve billion dollars of Putin's assets, plus some of his big boy, we ain't talking about these little the sanctions that Biden's putting out that's going to affect the middle class, the people. We're talking about Putin's crew, and it's like when you get frozen, when Switzerland tells you, "Nah, man, we can't," and freezes twelve billion dollars, and they the ones that everybody knows that you run to when you got to do some shady. That lets you know that this is like this is this is seri- like this is serious business. That's what a B, man. That's what a B. Okay? So maybe this thing, you know, for 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 the for the positive wise is not as long as anticipated, but I heard that from the sports world everybody tournaments here and there pulling out, but then when I heard that this morning about the Swiss banks froze 12 billion assets, I'm like, man, them the guys you run to. Them the guys I run to when you watch everybody knows that. When you hide them, I'm like, no, it can't happen over here. So the sport, the the sports world will continue to act through these times. But you're seeing a lot of, especially it's affected a lot of soccer and and you know um, leagues and stuff F1 like that. One
2: internationally, I mean, you also talk about how tennis could could become impacted. There's uh-huh. fighting leagues, boxing. I mean, there's a lot that uh you know the because the world is so much smaller and every sport shares athletes. Uh-huh. Um,
0: for sure. Yeah. 1-800-707-9760. All right. So switching gears back to the National Basketball Association. So your Spurs get going tonight. Uh, you tell me now that they're now what? Three and three on this trip? They would be three and three on this trip. Okay. Three and three. So there's two games two games left on the rodeo road trip. I'm going to double check that. That doesn't sound right. Actually. Okay. You sound like there might be more. Well, they've got Memphis tonight. Um, and y'all have heard me talk about Memphis. Memphis is one of the upcoming teams. But what I'm eager tonight and interested tonight is to see how Dejounte Murray handles this matchup. Um, I don't. This is not a national televised game, but you know you have Jai as one of the upcoming hot, one of the hottest point guards guards in the game that has his team competing at a high level. And, you know, Murray has been on this tear of late, even even after – but prior to the All-Star break, but even afterwards, I think his last game out was a triple-double. Again, he had like 32, 30-some points. Um, that game, nobody played defense. That was the Wizards game. Nobody played defense. We didn't even talk about that game. Nobody played Defense in that game. I mean, that was what Friday night they played or was it Friday? I think or Saturday Friday or fr- Yeah, Friday They played Saturday was it Saturday the against the heat they well, played was Friday it? and Saturday. Back yeah, to back. Friday was the DeJounte game They didn't play Saturday. Okay Friday was the game though The one that went in overtime with the Wizards that was like 153 double something. overtime. Yeah, man That's still too many points for double overtime But then the heat they hung for a little bit Murray you said didn't play but tonight I'm anticipating him to play tonight. He should play. I hope he does because I want to see how he reacts with a guy on that caliber because that's somebody that he's going to be whether he stays in the West, he stays here in the silver and black, which we anticipate that happening. That's a guy he's going to have to get past. That's, the team. that's a team and a guy that will, he would have to get past to go where he wants to go. So that's a very interesting matchup tonight, uh, between just from the individual, just for them two sharing the court. I don't expect, I don't even know what the line is tonight in tonight's game or how much I'm assuming they would be an underdog. Speaking of the Spurs, don't tell me, you know what? I, let me take a guess at this. Um, I would say, uh, well, you never know in NBA who's out or who's sitting out, but if everybody was going to be on deck, I would say they would have the, they would have Memphis favored. I want to say four and a half. What do they got them? Eight and a half. Damn. That's total rough dangerous. opening lines. Eight, eight and a half. Yeah, that sounds like a blowout. That's what Dez is telling you. But I wonder who that I wonder if somebody's not playing for the Spurs. Is DeJounte going to play tonight? Is somebody out? That's the, a lot uh, of points.
2: So the report right now, injury report up there right now is just uh, uh, Doug, McDermott, Doug McDermott and Romeo Langford are both game time decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, but everybody else is a go uh, for San Antonio.
0: What are we feeling about Doug so far? What, I mean, what are, what are we feeling about overall?
2: What's there not to like? I mean, he's, he's carved out a great role in the starting rotation. Uh, one of the best three-point shooters in the, in the NBA this year. Uh, him and Keldon are both up there. Uh, I mean, what's, what's there not to like about Doug McDermott?
0: Sam, you agree with that? Because sometimes I got to ask for an extra opinion because Jonas, Jonas gives extra credit for putting your name on the test. He's one of them teachers. Like, if I ask for he's he's one of them guys that's going to give you, like, 20 points. Oh, you made a 60. Well, you got 20 just putting your name on. Keep it going. Go ahead. What do you think, Sam?
1: Yeah, I mean, Jonas Jonas is spot on. He, McDermott is exactly what they thought he would be. I okay. Mean, he's providing – I mean, is it is. What he gives you on that contract number, not a good value. That, I mean, that's where I would push back. I mean, I would say if, if that's what you're getting out of him, then he's on a number way too big. Uh, you could find that in, in mm. other places. And he's going, you know, he's a 30-year-old. He's going to end up being a blocker towards development. Over the next two years, if he stays around holding that same role at that same number, okay. Um, but yeah, I mean they're getting exactly what they <clears throat> what they paid for, okay. In terms of what they expected,
0: yeah. The reason why I'm asking is I don't have an opinion either way on it. Uh, you know whether it's been a good sign or not. Um, but it's you know tonight is just one of those that yeah they did have point that's a lot of points. But to me, again tonight's game is going to be more about if Dejounte plays. Um, you know, guys that were Dejounte where we would think Dejounte is headed to. These are the type of games when you play along somebody like that that you're going to elevate your game, regardless of the state of where your team's at. I mean, these are two teams at different, you know, sides of the aisle here when it comes to the Western Conference. One's trending in the right direction. One has just been is just there. Okay, but Dejounte, after being an All Star. And having the type of season when you go up against guys like this that are leading Sports Center every night, that's like the second or third person they speak about on on Sports Center. You want to raise your level up to show, hey, I had a good game tonight. So that's what I'm going to be more than whether they lose or get blown out. I'm going to be looking at more of what his box numbers are. So I hope he's playing uh, tonight.
2: Well, I think there's a a factor, and I, and he should play. Um, I think there's also a factor when you look at the McDermott. Situation on that cap space floor, and what he also brings for guys like Keldon Johnson, for Dejounte Murray, who are shooting the ball better than they have before. There are Mm. the to give you the update uh, after some simple addition. The team is four and three entering the final game of the rodeo road trip.
0: So there's one game left. This This is is it. it. So they're four and three. So they can either either they're going to finish five and three, or they're going to finish right at five hundred at four and four. I think I told you five and three. Did you? I'm I'll pretty, take your word sure for it. i pretty sure I called that one. I'll take your word for it. When we get back, got to talk about the Dallas Mavericks down 21 points in the Bay versus Steph and the Golden State Warriors. Definitely want to talk about what I think a win like that could do. Also, Lakers get booed at home. And Russell Westbrook, again, we talked about it 100 times on the show. You don't go against the fans. It's not a battle you're going to win. We'll talk about that as well, too. Got some other NFL news and notes to get to. You listen to The Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by com. We'll be back.